Luke 22-Luke 24 Berean literal Bible and the Feast of Unleavened Bread, called Passover, was drawing near. And the chief priests and the scribes were seeking how that they might put him to death, for they were afraid of the people. And Satan entered into Judas the one being called Iscariot, being of the number of the twelve. And having gone away, he spoke with the chief priests and captains, how he might betray him to them. And they rejoiced and agreed to give him money. And he promised, and began seeking opportunity to betray him to them apart from a crowd. And the day of unleavened bread came, on which it was necessary for the Passover lamb to be sacrificed. And he sent Peter and John, having said, Having gone, prepare the Passover for us, that we might eat it. And they said to him, Where do you desire we should prepare it? And he said to them, Behold, of you having entered into the city, a man carrying a pitcher of water will meet you. Follow him into the house into which he enters, and you shall say to the master of the house, The teacher says to you, Where is the guest room, where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? And he will show you a large furnished upper room. Prepare it there. And having gone, they found it as he had said to them, and they prepared the Passover. And when the hour was come, he reclined, and the apostles with him. And he said to them, With desire I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you that never again will I eat thereof, until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And having received the cup, having given thanks, he said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say to you that I will not drink of the fruit of the vine from now until the kingdom of God shall come. And having taken the bread, having given thanks, he broke it and gave to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you, do this in remembrance of me, and the cup likewise, after having supped, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is being poured out for you. But, behold, the hand of him betraying me is with me on the table. For indeed the Son of Man goes according to that having been determined. But woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. And they began to question among themselves who then of them it might be who is about to do this. And there was also a dispute among them which of them is thought to be the greatest. And he said to them, The kings of the Gentiles rule over them, and those exercising authority over them are called benefactors. But you shall not be thus. Instead, the greatest among you, let him be as the younger, and the one leading, as the one serving. For who is greater, the one reclining or the one serving? Is not the one reclining? But I am in your midst as the one serving. Now you are those having remained with me in my trials. And I appoint to you a kingdom, as my Father appointed to me, so that you may eat and may drink at my table in my kingdom, and may sit on thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan demanded to have all of you to sift like wheat. But I begged for you, that your faith may not fail. And you, when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. And he said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you both to prison and to death. And he said, I tell you Peter, the rooster will not crow today until you will deny three times knowing me. And he said to them, When I sent you without purse and bag and sandals, did you lack anything? And they said, Nothing. And he said to them, But now, the one having a purse, let him take it, and likewise a bag, and the one having no sword, let him sell his cloak and buy one. For I say to you that this which has been written, it behooves to be accomplished in me, and he was reckoned with the lawless. For also the things concerning me have an end. And they said, Lord, behold, here are two swords. And he said to them, It is enough. And having gone forth, he went according to the custom to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples also followed him. And having come to the place, he said to them, Pray not to enter into temptation. And he withdrew from them about a stone's throw, and having fallen on the knees, he was praying, saying, Father, if you are willing, take away this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. And an angel from heaven appeared to him, strengthening him. And having been in agony, 
he was praying more earnestly. And his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down upon the ground. And having risen up from the prayer, having come to the disciples, he found them sleeping from the grief. And he said to them, Why are you sleeping? Having risen up, pray that you might not enter into temptation. While he was still speaking, behold, a crowd, and he who is called Judas, one of the twelve, was going before them, and drew near to Jesus to kiss him. And Jesus said to him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? And those around him, having seen what would be, said, Lord, should we strike with a sword? And a certain one of them struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. And Jesus answering said, Allow you thus far. And having touched the ear, he healed him. And Jesus said to those having come out against him, the chief priests, and captains of the temple and elders, have you come out with swords and clubs as against a robber? Every day of me being with you in the temple, you did not stretch out the hands against me, but this is your hour, and the power of the darkness. And having seized him, they led him away, and led him into the house of the high priest. And Peter was following afar off. And they having kindled a fire in the midst of the courtyard, and having sat down together, Peter was sitting among them. And a certain servant girl, having seen him sitting by the light, and having looked intently on him, said, This one also was with him. But he denied it, saying, Woman, I do not know him. And after a little, having seen him, another was saying, You also are of them. But Peter was saying, Man, I am not. And about one hour having elapsed, a certain other strongly affirmed it, saying, Of a truth, this one also was with him, for he is also a Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you say. And immediately while he was speaking, the rooster crowed. And having turned, the Lord looked at Peter, and Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him, Before the rooster crows today, you will deny me three times. And having gone forth outside, he wept bitterly. And the men who were holding him began mocking him, beating him. And having blindfolded him, they were questioning him, saying, Prophesy, who is the one having struck you? And they were saying many other things to him, blaspheming. And when it became day, the elderhood of the people were gathered together, both chief priests and scribes, and they led him into their council, saying, If you are the Christ, tell us. And he said to them, If I should tell you, you would not believe, and if I should ask you, you would not answer. But from now on the Son of Man will be sitting at the right hand of the power of God. And they all said, Are you then the Son of God? And he was saying to them, You say that I am. And they said, What need do we have of any more witness? For we ourselves have heard it from his mouth. And having risen up, all the multitude of them led him to Pilate. And they began to accuse him, saying, We found this man misleading our nation, and forbidding tribute to be given to Caesar, and declaring himself to be Christ, a king. And Pilate questioned him, saying, Are you the king of the Jews? And answering him, he was saying, You say. And Pilate said to the chief priests and the crowds, I find no guilt in this man. But they kept insisting, saying, He stirs up the people, teaching throughout all of Judea, and he has begun from Galilee even to hear. And Pilate having heard, asked whether the man is a Galilean, and having learned that he is from the jurisdiction of Herod, he sent him up to Herod, he himself being also in Jerusalem in those days. And Herod, having seen Jesus, was exceedingly glad, for of a long time he is wishing to see him, because of hearing concerning him, and he was hoping to see some sign done by him. And he kept questioning him in many words, but he answered him nothing. And the chief priests and the scribes had been standing by, vehemently accusing him. And Herod, with his troops, having set him at naught and also having mocked him, having put on him splendid apparel, sent him back to Pilate. And both Herod and Pilate became friends with one another on that day, for previously it had been that they were at enmity between themselves. And Pilate, having called together the chief priests and the rulers and the people, 
said to them, You brought to me this man as one misleading the people, and behold, having examined him before you, I found nothing in this man guilty of that accusation you are bringing against him. No, not even Herod did, for he sent him back to us. And behold, nothing worthy of death is done by him. Therefore having chastised him, I will release him. But they cried out altogether, saying, Away with this man, and release to us Barabbas, who was one having been cast into the prison on account of a certain insurrection having been made in the city, and murder. Therefore Pilate, wishing to release Jesus, called to them again. But they were crying out, saying, Crucify! Crucify him! And he said to them a third time, What evil indeed did this man commit? I found no cause of death in him. Therefore having chastised him, I will release him. But they were urgent, asking with loud voices for him to be crucified. And their voices were prevailing. And Pilate sentenced their demand to be done. And he released the one having been cast into prison on account of insurrection and murder, whom they had asked for, and Jesus he delivered to their will. And as they led him away, having laid hold on Simon, a certain man of Cyrene coming from the country, they put upon him the cross, to carry it behind Jesus. And a great multitude of the people were following him, and of women, who were mourning and lamenting for him. And having turned to them, Jesus said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For behold, the days are coming in which they will say, Blessed are the barren, and the wombs that never did bear, and breasts that never nursed. Then they will begin to say to the mountains, Fall upon us, and to the hills, cover us. For if they do these things in the green tree, what might take place in the dry? And two other criminals also were being led away to be put to death with him. And when they came to the place called the skull, there they crucified him, and the criminals, one on the right, and one on the left. And Jesus was saying, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. And they cast lots, dividing his garments. And the people stood beholding. And the rulers also were deriding him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if this is the Christ of God, the Chosen One. And the soldiers also mocked him, coming near, offering him sour wine, and saying, If you are the King of the Jews, save yourself. And there was also this inscription over him, The King of the Jews. And one of the criminals having been hanged was railing at him, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. And the other answering, was rebuking him, saying, Do you not even fear God, that you are under the same judgment, and we indeed justly? For we are receiving things worthy of what we did, but this man did nothing wrong. And he was saying, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, Truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. And now it was about the sixth hour, and darkness came over the whole land until the ninth hour. The sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was torn in the middle. And having called out in a loud voice, Jesus said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And having said this, he breathed his last. And having seen that which had taken place, the centurion began glorifying God, saying, Certainly this man was righteous. And all the crowds having come together to this spectacle, having seen the things that had taken place, were returning home, beating the breasts. And all from those who knew him, and women, those having followed him from Galilee, stood afar off, beholding these things. And behold, a man named Joseph, being also a council member, a good and righteous man he was not having consented to their counsel and deed from Arimathea, a city of the Jews, who was waiting for the kingdom of God. He having gone to Pilate, asked for the body of Jesus. And having taken it down, he wrapped it in a linen cloth and placed it in a tomb cut in a rock, in which no one yet had been laid. And it was the day of preparation, and Sabbath was just beginning. And the women who were come with him out of Galilee, having followed, saw the tomb and how his body was laid. And having returned, they prepared spices and anointing oils. 
and they rested indeed on the Sabbath according to the commandment. But the first day of the week, very early morning, they came to the tomb, bringing the spices that they had prepared, and they found the stone having been rolled away from the tomb. But having entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass that while they are perplexed about this, behold, two men in dazzling garments stood by them, and of them having become terrified and bowing the faces to the ground, they said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but he is risen. Remember how he spoke to you, being yet in Galilee, saying, It behooves the Son of Man to be delivered into hands of sinful men, and to be crucified, and the third day to arise. And they remembered his words. And having returned from the tomb, they related all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, and Joanna, and Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them, who were telling these things to the apostles. And their words appeared before them like folly, and they did not believe them. But Peter having risen up, ran to the tomb, and having stooped down, he sees only the linen strips. And he went away, wondering in himself at that having come to pass. And behold, on the same day, two of them were going to a village whose name is Emmaus, sixty stadia distant from Jerusalem. And they were talking with one another about all these things having taken place. And it came to pass, in their talking and reasoning, that Jesus himself, having drawn near, was walking along with them. But their eyes were held not to know him. And he said to them, What are these words that you exchange with one another, walking? And they stood still, looking sad. And the one named Cleopas, answering, said to him, Are you alone visiting Jerusalem and have not known the things having come to pass in it in these days? And he said to them, What things? And they said to him, The things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, a man who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and that our chief priests and rulers delivered him up to the judgment of death, and crucified him. But we were hoping it is he who is about to redeem Israel. But indeed also with all these things, this brings the third day away from which these things came to pass. But also, certain women out from us astonished us. Having been to the tomb early and not having found his body, they came declaring to have also seen a vision of angels, who say he is alive. And some of those with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women also said. But him they did not see. And he said to them, O foolish and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary for the Christ to suffer these things and to enter into his glory? And having begun from Moses and from all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things concerning himself in all the scriptures. And they drew near to the village where they were going, and he appeared to be going farther. And they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and now the day has declined. And he entered in to abide with them. And it came to pass in his reclining with them, having taken the bread, he blessed it, and having broken it, he began giving it to them. And their eyes were opened, and they knew him. And he being seen, vanished from them. And they said to one another, Was not our heart burning within us as he was speaking with us on the road, as he was opening the scriptures to us? And having risen up that same hour, they returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and those with them gathered together, saying, The Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. And they began relating the things on the road, and how he was known to them in the breaking of the bread. And as they were telling these things, he himself stood in their midst, and says to them, Peace to you. But having been terrified, and having been filled with fear, they were thinking themselves to see a spirit. And he said to them, Why are you troubled, and why do doubts come up in your hearts? See my hands and my feet, that I am he. Touch me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones, as you see me having. And having said this, he showed to them the hands and the feet. And while they still were disbelieving for joy and were wondering, he said to them, Have you anything here to eat? And they gave to him part of a broiled fish. And having taken it, he ate it before them. And he said unto to them, 
These are my words, which I spoke to you being still with you, that all things having been written concerning me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms, it behooves to be fulfilled. Then he opened their mind to understand the Scriptures. And he said to them, Thus it has been written, The Christ was to suffer and to rise out from the dead on the third day, and repentance and forgiveness of sins to be proclaimed in his name to all nations, having begun from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And behold, I am sending the promise of my Father upon you. But you, remain in the city until that you should be clothed with power from on high. And he led them out as far as to Bethany, and having lifted up his hands, he blessed them. And it came to pass in his blessing them, he was separated from them and was carried up into heaven. And they having worshipped him, returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and were continually in the temple, blessing God. Psalm 22 Berean Study Bible for the Choirmaster. To the tune of the Doe of the Dawn. A Psalm of David. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my words of groaning? I cry out by day, O my God, but you do not answer, and by night, but I have no rest. Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. In you our fathers trusted, they trusted and you delivered them. They cried out to you and were set free, they trusted in you and were not disappointed. But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by men and despised by the people. All who see me mock me, they sneer and shake their heads, he trusts in the Lord, let the Lord deliver him, let the Lord rescue him, since he delights in him. Yet you brought me forth from the womb, you made me secure at my mother's breast. From birth I was cast upon you, from my mother's womb you have been my God. Be not far from me, for trouble is near and there is no one to help. Many bulls surround me, strong bulls of Bashan encircle me. They open their jaws against me like lions that roar and maul. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are disjointed. My heart is like wax, it melts away within me. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You lay me in the dust of death. For dogs surround me, a band of evil men encircles me, they have pierced my hands and feet. I can count all my bones, they stare and gloat over me. They divide my garments among them and cast lots for my clothing. But you, O Lord, be not far off, O my strength, come quickly to help me. Deliver my soul from the sword, my precious life from the power of wild dogs. Save me from the mouth of the lion, at the horns of the wild oxen you have answered me. I will proclaim your name to my brothers, I will praise you in the assembly. You who fear the Lord, praise Him. All descendants of Jacob, honor Him. All offspring of Israel, revere Him. For He has not despised or detested the torment of the afflicted. He has not hidden His face from Him, but has attended to His cry for help. My praise for you resounds in the great assembly, I will fulfill my vows before those who fear you. The poor will eat and be satisfied, those who seek the Lord will praise Him. May your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord. All the families of the nations will bow down before Him. For dominion belongs to the Lord and He rules over the nations. All the rich of the earth will feast and worship, all who go down to the dust will kneel before Him even those unable to preserve their lives. Austerity will serve Him, they will declare the Lord to a new generation. They will come and proclaim His righteousness to a people yet unborn all that He has done. Psalm 52 Berean Study Bible for the Choirmaster. A Maskell of David. After Doeg the Edomite went to Saul and told him, David has gone to the house of Ahimelech. Why do you boast of evil, O mighty man? The loving devotion of God endures all day long. Your tongue devises destruction like a sharpened razor, O worker of deceit. You love evil more than good, falsehood more than speaking truth. Selah you love every word that devours, O deceitful tongue. Surely God will bring you down to everlasting ruin, He will snatch you up and tear you away from your tent, He will uproot you from the land of the living. 
Selah the righteous will see and fear, they will mock the evildoer, saying, Look at the man who did not make God his refuge, but trusted in the abundance of his wealth and strengthened himself by destruction. But I am like an olive tree flourishing in the house of God, I trust in the loving devotion of God forever and ever. I will praise you forever, because you have done it. I will wait on your name for it is good in the presence of your saints. Psalm 82 Berean Study Bible A Psalm of Asaph. God presides in the divine assembly, He renders judgment among the gods, how long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? Selah defend the cause of the weak and fatherless, uphold the rights of the afflicted and oppressed. Rescue the weak and needy, save them from the hand of the wicked. They do not know or understand, they wander in the darkness, all the foundations of the earth are shaken. I have said, you are gods, you are all sons of the Most High. But like mortals you will die, and like rulers you will fall. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for all the nations are your inheritance. Psalm 112 Berean Study Bible Hallelujah. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty in the land, the generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Light dawns in the darkness for the upright for the gracious, compassionate, and righteous. It is well with the man who is generous and lends freely, whose affairs are guided by justice. Surely he will never be shaken, the righteous man will be remembered forever. He does not fear bad news, his heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is assured, he does not fear, until he looks in triumph on his foes. He has scattered abroad his gifts to the poor, his righteousness endures forever, his horn will be lifted high in honor. The wicked man will see and be grieved, he will gnash his teeth and waste away, the desires of the wicked will perish. Psalm 142 Berean Study Bible A Maskell of David, when he was in the cave. A prayer. I cry aloud to the Lord, I lift my voice to the Lord for mercy. I pour out my complaint before Him, I reveal my trouble to Him. Although my spirit grows faint within me, you know my way. Along the path I travel they have hidden a snare for me. Look to my right and see, no one attends to me. There is no refuge for me, no one cares for my soul. I cry to you, O Lord, you are my refuge, my portion in the land of the living. Listen to my cry, for I am brought quite low. Rescue me from my pursuers, for they are too strong for me. Free my soul from prison, that I may praise your name. The righteous will gather around me because of your goodness to me. Proverbs 22 Berean Study Bible A good name is more desirable than great riches, favor is better than silver and gold. The rich and the poor have this in common, the Lord is maker of them all. The prudent see danger and take cover, but the simple keep going and suffer the consequences. The rewards of humility and the fear of the Lord are wealth and honor and life. Thorns and snares lie on the path of the perverse, he who guards his soul stays far from them. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old he will not depart from it. The rich rule over the poor, and the borrower is slave to the lender. He who sows injustice will reap disaster, and the rod of his fury will be destroyed. A generous man will be blessed, for he shares his bread with the poor. Drive out the mocker, and conflict will depart, even quarreling and insults will cease. He who loves a pure heart and gracious lips will have the king for a friend. The Lord's eyes keep watch over knowledge, but he frustrates the words of the faithless. The slacker says, there is a lion outside. I will be slain in the streets. The mouth of an adulteress is a deep pit, he who is under the wrath of the Lord will fall into it. Foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline drives it far from him. Oppressing the poor to enrich oneself or giving gifts to the rich will surely lead to poverty. Incline your ear and hear the words of the wise apply your mind to my knowledge for it is pleasing when you keep them within you and they are constantly on your lips. So that your trust may be in the Lord, I instruct you today yes, you.
Have I not written for you thirty sayings about counsel and knowledge, to show you true and reliable words, that you may soundly answer those who sent you? Do not rob a poor man because he is poor, and do not crush the afflicted at the gate, for the Lord will take up their case and will plunder those who rob them. Do not make friends with an angry man, and do not associate with a hot-tempered man, or you may learn his ways and entangle yourself in a snare. Do not be one who gives pledges, who puts up security for debts. If you have nothing with which to pay, why should your bed be taken from under you? Do not move an ancient boundary stone which your fathers have placed. Do you see a man skilled in his work? He will be stationed in the presence of kings, he will not stand before obscure men.